it's Jesus Walks podcast uh, about leadership. And this time uh, we're talking about the part two, making of the leader, and uh, we are covering uh, the topic of the motivation uh, this time. And uh, as usually, uh, it's three of us, uh, my friends uh, Martin from Sweden and Antiako from Bergen. And my name is Marcis, and uh, we're happy to uh, be back again here on Monday. Yes, we <laughs> okay, are. Uh, we, we can kick off, guys, maybe sharing yeah. a bit about what's first coming uh, on Wednesday. Um, so uh, we have a, a first ever <laughs> Jesus Walks webinar. So we are uh, uh, investigating the online platforms and uh, yeah, trying out the first webinar uh, this Wednesday. Uh, and it's going to happen at eight o'clock in the evening. And the topic is on the identity. Uh, yeah, and Jakob, you can maybe share a bit more. Uh, yeah, like we, um, we had a plan originally uh, gathering in Riga, actually, like a physical location and people coming in to, to serve together and be equipped and, you know, to do like on site. Um, and then the Corona thing hit and... And of course, we had to reschedule some things as everybody else. And then we thought, okay, but we can uh, get started with this kind of interaction uh, online. So, so, um, so we do that, and it's great because we can also then get to know each other more. You know, we will be everybody sees each other's faces. Mm -hmm. It's interaction, questions, answers, and it's more like the, the Jesus model. And And when thinking about what we should focus on, we thought that, okay, let's, let's kick off with identity uh, and not jump into like preaching the gospel or healing or something, but let's start with these kind of foundational things where we, where we serve from and, and learn from Jesus in that. So, so Wednesday at eight o'clock um, and registration is on, on Jesus uh, Walks Facebook page where there is a registration link So heartily welcome everybody. It would be awesome to to meet up then. Yeah, it's going to be interactive. So uh, definitely uh, feel free to join. And uh, yeah, we will see each, each other in faces. And uh, we like the interaction part a lot. So uh, definitely uh, join us. Okay, guys, we kick off today's topic, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Which is a bit linked to the Wednesday, actually. It is, mm -hmm. and uh, it's linked also uh, with the topic uh, we kicked off as the uh, framework. Uh, uh, so so far, it's the part two, uh, the the making of a leader. So uh, all of us, as we have mentioned in the, some of the previous episodes, uh, uh, we are active uh, in the locations we are uh, in. Some uh, a bit different, but we are in different leadership positions, and uh, it's definitely our heart. Uh, both speak from our personal experience, uh, our failures, and the lessons we have learned over a period of time, uh, you know, following Jesus and uh, being in disciples and also being in uh, yeah, uh, positions of leading and uh, helping others. So, so the topic of motivation definitely is a big one. <laughs> Beforehand, when we talked about it, we all laughed because we're like, okay, this is a, this is a must-have topic uh, at the very beginning, you know, and uh, And I think it's a real good timing as we covered the, the forming part two weeks ago, uh, which was part one, you know, uh, and we shared some of our personal experiences. If you haven't listened to that episode, we definitely encourage you because they will be kind of closely linked as we go on further as well. We shared a bit uh, 
on the way how Jesus has called us and, you know, some of the processes uh, behind the scenes in the way how we have been formed. And uh, yes, this uh, birthing process. So, uh, and it's definitely closely linked to the motivation. Uh, and uh, it's basically, as I was thinking today, it's like the fire in the furnace, you know, what's, what keeps the fire going, right? It's it's answering the question, why, you know, uh, why do you do the thing you do? Why? Mm, why do you yeah, lead? Exactly. And, you know, today we are specifically, uh, our heart is to speak to leaders, uh, uh, Christian leaders in particular, but definitely can apply to others as well. So it's answering the big why question. So guys, uh, I don't know, uh, I kind of open up the table. What's, what's, yeah, uh, what's your heart? What has you been thinking about this topic of, of the motivation in your life? And uh, <laughs> Jesus module, yeah. yeah. How did we do the preparation for this one, maybe? What was the process? Let's send it to Martin. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just pass it around here, right? Let's send it to Marxist yeah. again. Send it to ah. Sweden. Send it ah, to Sweden, Marxist. It. Uh, <laughs> it's just that we want to take, uh, uh, bring some coffee. That's why this passes it on. Good uh, Colombian. Ah, My cup is em empty, actually. Ah, but um, yeah, but I, I, I just... Uh, Thought about it now when you when you introduce it, Marx, is that a lot in leadership, if you if you think in our world, is what do I do now that is good for my career as a leader? Uh, so mm. how this could be a good uh, uh, good step for the next uh, uh, yeah next up, climbing up the stairs in in leadership or in any positions. And I I have been. I often comes comes back to this about how Jesus is doing this because yeah. uh, a lot of us have been like leading um, a small group of of like teenagers, like ten, twelve teenagers, and um, meeting them maybe on a Friday night in a church or something like that, and been dreaming mm. about yeah, I would like to preach for ten thousands of people. Mm. Uh, and some did. Some 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 took uh, the right steps from that youth group to the ten thousands, to the but Christian the, career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the 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 challenging thing is that I've never heard anyone doing the opposite, or very few. I've heard of it, very few. But if no. you look at Jesus, he he is able to preach for mm. tens of thousands, but he always leave them in order to. Just be with the teenager guy, guy, teenage guys, uh, mm. and invest in them, and that's yeah. that's really uh, that's a really bad career move. When having mm. all these crowds, all these people, uh, and and just hiding in the in the woods with with just the teenagers, and I think that's that's extremely challenging about leadership because it it puts a lot of it's so upside down how how I'm taught in this world. Yeah. I, I think that's uh, uh, that's something really to, for me to get in back to. Okay, that's that's uh, mm. that's a strange way of of doing but, it, but probably the right way. But it's so cool. Like he's he's the king. You know, it's like um, it's like he's pretty much like running away and telling people not to tell people about the miracles that they just experienced. Uh, and then the people come and they want to make him king, right? Mm. And then he's kind of afraid for too much attention because it will be problems with the religious leaders of the Romans. So I don't know what ahead of the time he knew the time when the time was. And so 
it's like you say it's um such like opposite direction type mm. of way to 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 mm. walk which is so attractive right because in our time it's like well more la- more noise more promo more there and then he's more like kind of just like doing it differently but i don't know it's 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 a bit of both because one part of me isn't attracted at all of that one part of me wants to be on stage want to be well known want to be uh like the flesh in me of course want to be in the center so so i also think that uh, that's a real challenge for us uh all of us in in uh yeah both like paul is saying what i'm what i want to do i'm not doing and what i don't want to do i'm doing and i think that also applies very much into the leadership that yeah yeah, we know about these motives but uh, Mm -hmm. we we struggle with our motives as well because yeah even though we we know them but it's it's almost like hard to talk about uh Christian leadership is is a little bit like a struggle just if you're going to term it that or not because I think like what we would call like worldly leadership in the secular realm in a sense if we can call it that or something it's often about having influence and um, getting more influence or power or or uh, and often in ways that are more kind of self-seeking it can often be and and so I'm thinking in one way that maybe the word example is almost easier to use in a sense, to be an example, you know, kind of more to do the right thing Mm. than to get a big crowd or to get results or something, because the results can be totally off, right? It can be the wrong results you get or something, but to be an example, maybe it's like the, the good example, the right to do it the right way somehow. It's very good, uh, Antiaco, what you mentioned. Uh, I think, you know, we often r- try to refer here in this podcast uh, to Jesus. <laughs> so in the back, it, I have this uh, reminder that uh, we want to see a Jesus moment. So that's why in this pod, pod we often will refer, as we call it, like Jesus model or the way how Jesus uh, did it. And uh, one thing that kind of stood out for me, when what you guys are mentioning as well, is is kind of the motivation, uh, you know, in the way how he did things. Uh, and uh, I was reading this book uh, by Darren Patrick, and uh, and he speaks to, like, the leaders in the book. Uh, and I read it, like, quite a few years ago, and a lot had, has changed in my life since then. But this one chapter was uh, kind of really stood out for me. I still remembered, uh, like, last week, and he basically addressed the heart of the leader, he addressed uh, the motivation, you know, uh, in particular, and uh, and the thing he emphasized that really, uh, you know, uh, spoke to me was uh, the compassion of Jesus. How uh, yes. how the compassion was uh, one of the leading, uh, you know, one of the predominant, definitely uh, traits that we can see in the Gospels referred to uh, Jesus module of uh, of motivation towards people, right? Because uh, it's interesting, for example, that just 40 times it's mentioned that he had compassion. And this one passage, I was just, I will read it out, just really stood out for me. It's from Matthew 9, and, it's, uh, and it says from verse 36, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. 
And then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Uh, therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the, uh, his harvest. You know, and then in Matthew 14, again, it's like he had compassion them and he healed the sick and so forth. You know, it's like 40 examples uh, in the uh, Gospels. And, you know, and it just stood out like for me uh, in a very deep way that it's like, with what you mentioned, you know, we think about these like influence and, and kind of uh, uh, aspects of, of the motivation innerly or, or like gaining uh, from people, uh, their opinion, uh, etc. But like looking at Jesus, it's just like uh, so pure that, uh, you know, he was with the broken, you know, his leadership style, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, his decisions were so based uh, on seeing the needs around and, uh, and it's so interesting how then the disciples are sent, you know, in light of his compassion to the people where, you know, he sees the need. And it's just like something I know, guys, what you uh, think of this, you know, about like kind of the inner things really uh, on the on a deeper level as a leader. It's just like, look, it just stood out so much for me, you know, just like this, you know, it's in a sense, so, sounds so simple. Uh, it's almost like uh, too, <laughs> too simple, but uh there is something to it that at the core level, I think, is so needed to be addressed to the leadership uh, if we speak about, right? Do we have compassion for the people, actually? You know, do we, do we have I, I, this love, right? I've asked myself uh, something like kind of, if I, if I have um, an interest that I want to have fulfilled through people that I lead or I engage around, or... Mm. I love the people mm. and I, I love them and I'm looking out for their interest, you know? Mm. Uh, and the same thing with people I meet in my neighborhood. Uh, first of all, am I too busy to see them at all? Mm. That's one thing because I'm all into my own projects and th- stuff. But then secondly, like, are they a project for me talking into Christian circles, you know, that I should, reach them for Jesus and tell them the gospel. And, you know, it's like this project or do I simply love them? That's for me. It comes down to this double commandment of love. Like you say, Marx is like uh, the God, God loves you. And and that's the first thing I I really need to know of God's love for me. Mm. I need that so much for my identity as his son and that I don't have to perform or prove anything i'm i'm free i'm loved you know i have everything i need mm. and like king david in the bible you know like as long as i have you god hallelujah he was like oh man there was a certain freedom there but from that place also to i mean to live in love relationship to god but then also to to love people to love your neighbor as yourself as it says the, mm. the greatest commandments of the bible like I think that if we can get into that, what I call like this river of love, river meaning a motivation of life. You can live in fear, right? There's a, there's a, there's a really ice cold river of fear that you can jump in if you like. <laughs> you know, it's like Norwegian uh, river. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those of you who are in touch with the fear in your own life, if we mm. would only know how much we do out of fear, more oh than what God. we actually are aware of, you know, but. But if, you, if we can get into that river of love that is not self-seeking, that actually sees the other person and just loves them and they're not a project, 
if you get into the right motivation of God, then I find that the Holy Spirit starts to speak and lead you because you're in the right spirit, right? The wrong river is the wrong spirit. It's the spirit of fear. So it's mm. it's a more foundational problem than just like a little challenge. So yeah. I, I think that simplicity of love, it's like super attractive, and but it's a bit countercultural in our day. So I mean, like us who are gathered on this... Um, this podcast here i mean if we can really build a culture of that compassion mm. a culture of that love a culture that says i don't have to prove anything to anyone i'm just going to follow him you know i'm going to follow jesus oh. uh, and his his way of terming what is success is what i'm going to go for and it can be misunderstood by whoever they want but i mm-hmm. will live with peace you know mm. i will live with his joy i will have his his love and then life is like flooding. You just know that you know that you're in the right <laughs> river when you're when you're there, right? So yeah. personally, I've been in this for years and mm-hmm. it continues. And I long just to get fully immersed in that one red river and stay there. But, but uh, uh, one other thing I was thinking about is um, uh, if we look at, at Jesus... First, the miracle that he's doing at the the, um, uh, the wedding uh, feast in, in Cana in John 4. And uh, the wine goes out and he's, uh, um, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, telling the, the servants there, yeah, pour out some water and then bring it to the, to the toastmaster. And the toastmaster is, is drinking and then he's, he tells the, the, the newlywed husband that, yeah, you have such a great wine. Neither the Toastmaster or the, the husband know that it was a miracle. And Jesus isn't revealed that it's a miracle. And I, I think that's a, a really challenging way in, in order to love and serve people, that you are you're serving without ever telling that you have served. Um, I, I had a kind of a mentor a couple of years ago, and he said, in order just to, because we are so self-centered, he he did and and challenged us to to do the same. That uh, every day doing a, an act of love in secret that you will never tell anyone. Oh, that's nice. uh, and doing that every every day because that's the way of of uh, getting into into a servant attitude and not because it's so much. Yeah. That we are doing in order to get affirmation afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like saying afterwards, yeah, I took your dishes, by the way. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, I did something else that you forgot. Or uh, uh, just in order to, to give the affirmation, to get the affirmation. But I think that's a really challenging part, but also a key part for us in the, in the motivation. Not just mm-hmm. as leaders, but as as uh, as you said, uh, Antjokov, as examples, uh, living in, in, as an example. Yeah. Hey, let me just continue on Martin uh, with a f- couple of like advices I'm thinking about. I think first thing I'm thinking is to to try to get rid of busyness in your life, and try to get out of the the striving mode, the busyness, the running. Uh, kind of where you yourself have to to do everything well enough to get certain results or something and 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 just get back to this this place of trust in God and 
and and rely on the Holy Spirit and and uh, see it as your first goal, just this rest and intimacy with Him and let Him tell you what to do and also let Him do much do more than what you can accomplish because um, um, I think that there is something about this busyness where we lose we lose we kind of lose track on 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 this heart and soul motivation and and we kind of uh, get distance from both our God and ourselves in how things have been running lately, and so I just want to encourage us to kind of to 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 have some some space and stillness in life, and 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 get back to that heart motivation, and even to see where we are ourselves. Um, mm. I think it's a to I think yeah, busyness it, it's a it's very deep. So this is where the motivation comes from, you know. Mm. So just like um, this is a process I'm 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 working on, and I see. Wow, it's a it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. I I just reminded uh, got reminded of, of um, like a pastors meeting or, or similar, and uh, the the man who, who's leading it he asked uh, the group, okay, so how many of you feel like you have more things to do than you have time to do it? And everyone raised their hands, and then the second question was. Yeah. Uh, okay, so do you believe that God is giving you more things to do that you have that you He have given you time for? And no one thought that, of course. And it says, okay, so what else are you then doing that God hasn't told you to do? Because so the uh, the point was that we are adding so much more than than God puts on our shoulders. And that's why we that's why we become so busy, uh, and that's also uh, we need to yeah. let go of things that that hasn't been uh, been given to us. Uh, and I think that's mm. a, a key for our motivation. We want to be busy. We want to be good and uh, and and get people's approval. And that that's why we are that kind of busy. Mm. Yeah, and I think uh, just to add on this, isn't it that often? Uh, uh, you know, uh, being busy is about our productivity, right? And uh, our productivity is about like our worth, uh, you know, like uh, what have we ap- accomplished, you know, whether it's like uh, some somebody we, you know, uh, give mm-hmm. feedback on, on our weekly or monthly, you know, uh, things we have done. And uh, and it can be a dangerous pitfall, right? Uh, I think how often the to-do list uh, with the seemingly good things uh, can... Uh, can make me blind and I have experienced that to the person in front of me uh, and I think uh, you know like busyness and I think to add this sideline with hurriedness I think it's kind of the mental state uh, you know I think you can in a sense be in- involved in a lot of things and still uh, the kind of the place you're in the spirit and you still uh, are present with the people you know you are not kind of already in the next meeting with with your head or you know, when someone's sharing his uh, struggles, kind of thinking about like uh, tomorrow's seminary or something. And I think I have experienced that, that uh, often when I'm kind of over my limits and, you know, um, uh, you know, I haven't had my time with God and haven't been renewed in my mind, uh, I find that I stop to have compassion of people. I start yeah. to get uh, impatient with their sin. Uh, I stop uh, giving grace to people mm. and uh, and uh, kind of start to motivate others. And I have been there with guilt or like with like, uh, you know, kind of uh, push mm. harder, strive more uh, type mm. of uh, way. And 
And for me, it's been a way of, uh, you know, I've been sharing beforehand, uh, kind of changing the paradigm in my head, how the renewal of, of uh, what Antiochus last time shared, the, the need for the gospel for us as leaders, first of all, in our lives, uh, is so crucial. Uh, and, and for me, it's big, been a big one. And just want to encourage everyone, uh, we're going to touch it a bit through like the lens of identity on Wednesday. I think, uh, yeah, for me, that was revolutionary, just uh, acknowledging the scandalous approach of uh, gospel and like God's compassion in my flaws. And I think how he loves me when I'm failed in my to-do list, when I'm, uh, you know, enjoying my uh, freedom and uh, doing nothing, you know, what happens innerly. Because uh, I'm, a, I'm a doer type of person and probably, we, you know, we can differ in that way how we are wired. But for me, it's often the... Uh, the uh, the barometer of where I'm with, in my relationship with God is when I'm not doing ministry, you know, when I'm still, can I remain still in front of God and be totally, you know, in that place of awe of His love for me, not wanting to do kind of ministries, so to say. So I think uh, just like an encouragement, I think, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, God's heart. And, uh, yeah. you know, and we uh, we want to, have it more in our lives and then share with what we have yeah been learning yeah. ourselves more hey like uh just want to say that kingdom heavenly kingdom productivity is not the same as you working hard and using every available hour you have to get as much written and done and phone calls and planning as you can like what is like the kind of worldly productivity uh, understanding? It, it, it is not the same as heavenly kingdom mm. productivity. That's good. And and I think this is a this is something maybe you know we can all ponder a bit. But but um because I see very often that's the confusion. You think you have to run, 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 and and that's going to kind of bring the kingdom of God in the same way as your as you hear. In society that it has to be that kind of speed right uh, what god told me uh, not so long ago is that unless you will have more um, time aside to listen to me and just to take time off give more space in your life i can't i will not get to do what i have intended for your life he said one of the most kind of serious words I have heard in a long time, actually. Uh, he said it like a father, but he just said that actually you you need you need to to take time off just to listen and and be make yourself available to me and stop running. Um, and this is the only this is the way that is needed for me to bring you into what I have planned. And I I just knew when I heard those words that that his plans were so far greater than my small plans you know and even if i don't fully understand what that means but so i just want to, to kind of to strike that as a support for all of you listening who are trying to stay in that place you know that that keep going with that because um god is greater than us you know he can do much more than us and that's the key i think but and I also think that's that's uh, interesting. Jesus says, uh, "Come to me, all you who have heavy burdens, uh, and I will give you rest." And I I will say that that that's probably the the main thing of the gospel for the for the everyday Swede. 
Yes, exactly. If we if we could give that yes. kind of gospel to the Swede, we, we will have crowded crowds yes. in in our so churches. Good. It's so good because uh, that's definitely where where they uh, uh, they they don't feel that they are have sinned or they don't uh, uh, yeah they a lot of things in the in the gospel they don't really um, connect to but the, the, that Bible mm. verse they really really connect to yeah. and I think. Uh, we as leaders must really uh, yeah. get into that and be the good news uh, yeah, exactly ourselves i just thought also thought about yeah. uh, the martin luther the uh, 16th century uh, reform guy he said uh, once that yeah today i have uh, a lot to do so i i need really need to pray a lot mm-hmm. uh, that was his uh, uh, yeah, the connection between a lot to do and need to pray a lot, and that's mm. uh, that's a bit about what you're saying, Antiochop. That lot to do is not the the solution for a lot to do is not working harder; it's mm. uh, going into solitude with God. Mm. That's yeah, very but good. it's contrary to the regular human thinking. So yeah, it requires faith, actually. And Jesus says that you know that the work you should do is to believe. He says actually. That's the work uh, is to believe. You need to trust. You need to live in a different way, like a, mm. a way where God is actually reality, you know. And But I think, Martin, like you said about the gospel, I've been thinking the same last few days. I think what the people in our society are lacking is actually peace and rest for their soul and their heart. Mm. That is the good news. If someone can, can take them to a place of, of peace, of contentment, of rest, you feel the rest in all your body, you know, that your life is like that, that shalom, I think that must be some of the closest uh, we can get in our time. That's so good. And I've, Right, it's like uh, the message we preach has to come out of the place where we are, right? Uh, yes, our soul. Exactly. And I think uh, it's uh, just for everyone listening, I think uh, what we try to share is both like what we believe in and uh, the journey we are in ourselves, uh, right, as well. So I think it's kind of uh, the message we preach is something we uh, we see we need in our lives more and more. And for me, that's the reality, kind of uh, fighting for that stillness, uh, for that solitude place, you know, as Jesus withdrew from uh, the crowds, you know, when it kind of, it was the peak hour and you should be hitting the street, you know, he <laughs> he just <laughs> runs off and I'm like, what? And mm. and it's the, the beauty of, yeah, of Jesus model and, and it's that's... something we want to see more in our lives and, you know, we have been often talking about the Desert Fathers and these, you know, mm. guys back in the day uh, that have modulated uh, in many ways, kind of running away from the the, yeah. the position and 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 kind of seeking God in that uh, place of intimacy, and knowing that out from that place, uh, the, the words you speak and the message you give has kind of a different weight. So, uh, so we need God's grace, basically, if, uh, as we kind of <laughs> try to wrap up this episode. Right? We need God's grace as we talk about the motivation. And I mean, we barely touched uh, the depths of this topic. And I think in the time ahead, you know, we will definitely uh, touch the topic of fear. Uh, you know, Antioch, you maybe uh, touched a bit, but I think uh, that's a big one. Uh, you know, out from what place are we you now leading? Uh, is it like the fear or love? I think it's uh, it has been a big one in my life. And uh, just I think it's uh, that's a big one. But uh, as we talk about the motivation, uh, yeah, I think we have... Uh, 
covered uh, some of the some of the important ones for this day. I don't know any kind of maybe uh, last uh, uh, encouragement uh, to people listening, uh, like a takeaway, what you guys, uh, yeah, can bring I, in. I, I think that uh, what we have shared today, I think is uh, really, really important for our daily lives, all of us. Uh, and I think that it, it is something that we will all be tested on. And I feel that there is a kind of a fight on this every day, actually. Like, uh, and so I just want to encourage all of us to, um, to, to really to, to listen to this this message today um, because it can really mean life, I think, for us. And, and just to support each other in this type of following Jesus in this way, because this is one of the most countercultural traits mm. in one sense of Jesus for our day, I believe. And it, but it's also one of the most important ones for the same reason, both for us and for the people. And, and we can only give a message that we live. Mm. So, so first of all, we need to deal with it in our life. Then we have the good news, you know, so uh, it's incredible. But it, the, the fight is on our side, right? So but then I'll send it to, to you, Martin, in the end, I think. Um, I think I <laughs> pass it over to Riga. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, actually, I have too my, my, many thoughts, but uh, uh, time's, time's up and I can't be short. So... Uh, Marxist. Yeah. Uh, my last sentence is, I have felt to encourage you listening, just ask Holy Spirit, uh, what is motivating me? You know, mm. whatever position uh, you are, just find time to stop. Uh, After you finish listening, just hit close and just spend minutes just asking and then listening and just ask Holy Spirit, speak to me. What is, what is driving me? You know, what mm. is at that depth? Maybe something, uh, that you do not know and you are not aware of and just be attentive and write down and process it uh, that uh, we really believe the Holy Spirit speaks these things, uh, you know, that hinders, uh, as Antioch mentioned from his life. So that's my uh, encouragement. The Holy Spirit is our helper and he wants to comfort us, you know, when we struggle and when we go through hardness. So uh, just, uh, yeah, trust on his voice and uh, he will... Uh, we believe he will bring change. So that's my encouragement that the takeaway, like practical takeaway, spend time with him and ask him just uh, practically. Okay. Uh, so we are uh, done with today's episode. Uh, thank you guys uh, yeah, for speaking in. Uh, it's a, a really important topic and um, we will be back again next week, uh, the same time, uh, Monday t- at 12. And uh, do not forget about the webinar the coming Wednesday and so we uh, speak to you soon. Uh, so, okay, bye from us. Bye.